What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, we're coming at you guys with part two of our freaky franchises that uh, we're we're doing this month for our birthday month. Um, this was your pick, but we're doing Sleepaway Camp for mm-hmm. this episode. Yes. Um, technically, five movies spanning from 1983 to 2012. But we're only talking about four of them tonight. Yeah. Because Sleepaway Camp 4 is just a hot mess, apparently. It's got like a 1.8 on Metacritic and IMDb. <laughs> and it's basically just a mashup of clips from from the rest of the franchise. So it's not mm. even really worth watching. Yeah. Um, but this is a random one. What made you what made you pick this franchise? um i don't know just trying to think of franchises to do that i don't know we've aren't very like maybe popular of all this that means franchise kind of popular i guess in our Mm. community but doesn't have like seven or eight movies so we could easily do it um and i just really want to talk about the first movie too just because it's so such a cult classic Mm. um and i've never seen the other movies and same with you i don't think so yeah, no, this is the first time watch for all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a nice, quick franchise to run through. Mm-hmm. Um, like each movie's maximum 90 minutes. So it's it was, yeah. it was easy to get through. Yeah. We like I watched, watched, them, <laughs> watched four of them in two days last night and tonight. So yeah. 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 A lot better than the seven we had to deal with with Ron. Oh, Terry. man. Yeah. <laughs> all right um well i guess before we really dive into this movie discussion we will do our news and booze all right so what are you drinking tonight so tonight, um, I've been getting a lot of uh, IPAs and stuff from LCBO, so I just went to the beer store, just grabbed a case of Bud Light. Nice in a bottle too. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. nice. So, just keep keeping it simple. Yeah, I like it. All right, I'm drinking Flying Monkeys Space Age Sunshine. Nice, it's a good which one. Is, which is one that you had not too long ago. I don't think I've had this, but it is good. Quadruple IPA. Whoa, nice. 11.6%. <laughs> oh, I missed that. I have to work tomorrow. You're going to be drunk. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking lit by the end of this episode. All right. Um, As for the news, I didn't forget this time. So that's good. Good. But there's not a lot of like big breaking news things Mm -hmm. going on right now. So I picked three kind of small things that we can quickly talk about. Uh, The first being um, Netflix is releasing a six six episode series, anime series of Gamera. No way. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. That's funny. Um, Yeah. So what I read is that Gamera is going to be fighting five different kaiju characters okay. throughout, throughout the season. Okay. 
I really hope it does well because I would love to see this be like a continuing thing. Yeah, that'd be uh, interesting. I mean, I canceled my Netflix, but uh, oh yeah, that's true. That's sick. That's cool. You can borrow my login because I'm a pleb and we started paying for it. Oh, did you? Uh, Sarah uses it too much to not have it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she watches so much fucking reality TV on that shit. Yeah, yeah. But oh well, we only bought like we got like the ten dollar one. Yeah, it's like we didn't need to watch it on four different screens and shit like that. So yeah, fair enough. Um, my next little news: uh, Rob Zombie is releasing a new commentary track on a upcoming House of a Thousand Corpses Blu-ray release, which is coming out next month. Ooh. Um, it's not 4K, so that's why I, I'm. Uh, damn, it, it might not be on your list, but uh, I guess there's going to be like a Best Buy exclusive steelbook that it releases with too. So that's pretty cool. So what would it be like? Uh, I guess it wouldn't be twenty. No, it wouldn't be twenty year anniversary. Yeah, it is a twenty year anniversary. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. It's been that's why twenty years. It. Yeah, man, that's why they're doing it. <laughs> God damn, we're old. I know, I know. Fuck. It's fucking. I was thirteen when that shit came out. Jesus. Yeah, twenty fucking years. So yeah, that's... he's he's doing a whole new commentary track on it. Um, I I hope I can get my hands on that steelbook because that'd be sick. And lastly, um, Resident Evil Four remake dropped today on uh, on console. I'm assuming on PC as well. Maybe I don't know. I didn't yeah, look that far the, into probably it. the pre-orders because I pre-ordered it and I have to pick it up tomorrow. Oh, I so I think it might be like one of those things where it's like you get made the premium edition or something like that, and you oh, get it like yeah, a few yeah, yeah. days before. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense because today's is, is Thursday, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, IGN's giving it a 10, so it's nice. like a masterpiece on their rating scale, so. Sick. Enjoy. I'm not going to uh, be getting it right away. I probably won't get to it for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, video games have been on the back burner. I still have fucking so many to finish. Yeah, all you do is read anymore. Mm-hmm. Fucking nerd. Speaking of that, speaking of that, the four of us, us, you and I, uh, Felicia and Erica, read a book called Brother from Anya Allborn. Yeah. And if any of our listeners are readers, mm-hmm. uh, even if you're not, if you're a horror fan at all, yeah, uh, fucking read this book. Yeah, it's good. Like, fucking phenomenal book. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, anyways. What do we got for physical releases coming up? Physical releases this week, not too much, to be honest. I did take a sneak peek of next week, and next week is loaded with oh, yeah. horror releases. Uh, so my wallet is going to get uh, <laughs> emptier. Uh, but this week, we just have uh, Babylon on 4K. Um, there okay. was a steel book as well. Uh, we got Rocky 4, 4K steel book releasing um a movie called dragon slayer which i've honestly never heard of but it got a pretty sick steelbook release mm-hmm. um and then the lone horror movie is red eye oh it's random yeah it's getting a 4k release cool so, yeah i haven't watched that movie since it came out which is uh it's getting released by paramount presents which i think is i know our 
guy Phil films at home was talking about mm-hmm. that. I think that's like kind of not like criterion, but it's like Paramount's like version of that, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. Cool. So yeah, I haven't seen that movie in forever either. So yeah, that's a very fucking random 4K release. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, that's it. All right. I'm excited for next week. Me too. Um in typical Mark fashion. I didn't forget mm-hmm. the news segment, but I forgot our fucking long-running segment. <laughs> what have you been watching this week? Uh, I Holy thought you were switching fuck. things up this week. Yeah, okay. Let's just play it as that. I, I okay. switched it up this week. Okay. I didn't want to embarrass you, so. <laughs> I just embarrassed myself. It's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Um, well, we took a week off. So, I, I mean, I watched quite a bit. Um, nothing like horror unfortunately um i think we mentioned scream six already uh i went and watched lord of the rings return of the king in uh, live in orchestra and it was really fucking fun it was sick um been watching the john wick movies watched john wick chapter two with the commentary loved it amazing uh watched pretty in pink for the first time uh, nice. he loves that movie so i watched it in some People in it that I never knew were in it, uh, younger versions of them. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Nice. Um, I watched a couple uh, Oscar movies, a few of them. So I watched The Whale with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely deserved the Oscar. I thought he was fantastic in it. Uh, movie was very heartfelt. Uh, I didn't know it was directed by Darren Aronofsky. I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not my favorite of his, but it was worth a watch. I uh, randomly watched Now You See Me because I was, I don't know, I just felt like watching it. Um, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I uh, watched Women Talking, which is an Oscar movie that won Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, I did not like it. It was boring, but pretty interesting stories like based on true events. Um, okay. Yeah, it was pretty boring. but I laughed so hard at your review on it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you really nailed the yeah. movie title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then I continued uh, our Criterion Challenge. Um, mm-hmm. The week I got to, it was, I think, Black Music Movies. Very specific category. <laughs> well, I think this is like during March, it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, I guess. So this was like music, and the next the next one I'm doing is uh, like uh, Black Movies. Yeah. Um. So I watched Jimmy plays Monterey. It's Jimi Hendrix's first ever concert in the states. Nice. Uh, it's about an hour long, and <laughs> that's kind of like our first time ever really watching Jimmy like play. Like I've seen like music videos or clips, but this guy was only like twenty six or twenty five when he played this, and it's mm-hmm. like that guy was a fucking rock star, man. He was so sick. Um, yeah, he was awesome. Too bad yeah. he. Part of the uh, 28 Club. Um, 27. The 27? Yeah. I thought it was 28. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch Goon randomly. Just, I don't know. Felt like Love watching it. it. Love it. Uh, well, another Oscar movie I watched is uh, After Sun. Um, a lot of people really, really like this movie. And it was like number one on their list. But I, I don't know. I thought it was okay. Do you think if you had kids, it would change your perspective on it? Probably a little bit, but 
I don't know if <clears throat> felt like this movie was fucking with me and Bettina the whole time. Okay. Because they do a very good job of like they're on like vacation and like I thought that someone was gonna die the whole movie. Like they kept like hinting at it, but I don't know if they were hinting at it or it was just like coincidence that like stuff was happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh it was okay. And yeah. then for my birthday, I watched the Big Lebowski. Nice. Just love that fucking movie. Yearly birthday watch for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that's it. Nice. Yeah, I watched the trailer for After Sun and I texted you right after and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this movie, man. Like it looks like it's so fucking depressing. Yeah, yeah. Like I I kind of got from the trailer too that maybe someone was gonna die, but even just like taking that aspect out of it and just mm-hmm. thinking like of what the content is in the movie, it's like fuck. I don't know if I if I wanna fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. All right. As for me, I also watched well. No, here's the wrong turn there. Uh, I watched Microwave Massacre, <laughs> which is, I was browsing through um, the Arrow streaming service and I saw it on there. I was like, this sounds fun. Yeah. Um, it's just a super fucking cheesy 1979 gore, splatter gore movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not great, but it was fun enough. Um, I was home alone with the boys the one night or one day and Brady wanted to watch the Emoji movie. And it is trash. I have never seen it. I uh, don't think I ever will watch it. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even like it. And he's fucking six years old. So <laughs> uh, Scream 6, obviously, uh, watched that. Went to the theaters by myself and watched it. And Hell yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, I watched The Rescuers randomly. Nice. Um, just Love because that movie. I, yeah, me too. Yeah, that movie in uh, Down Under. Fucking yeah, fantastic. So good. Oh, excuse me. Um, I finally got around to watching Free Guy. Oh, that was your first watch of it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh it was okay. It's just a typical fucking Yeah. I don't know, comedy movie, I guess. It was yeah. all right. And yeah, I watched John Wick as well because we're going to see John Wick 4 on the weekend. So I want to yeah. do a replay of all the movies before we go and see it. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. Obviously, the four sleepaway camp movies. Nice. Pretty low key. Yeah. Yeah. Been reading a bit, been gaming a bit. And uh, yeah, not uh, actually, I guess it's kind of part of this week's 4K release. Um, You had sent me the other day, like on my birthday, actually, the day after. Oh, yeah. Uh, A24 released a, I don't know if it's limited edition, but a mm-hmm. 4K release of The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And it comes with this sick cover, kind of like the Midsummer one they released. It comes yeah. with a bunch of like artwork and stuff like that in it. And um, yeah, I had to order it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it shipped today. So I should have it probably tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I went on Raven Banner yesterday and I was checking to see what they had. And I pre ordered uh, the Fight Machine that it'll ship it at the end of the month. And I bought. Oh, nice. I bought. Was it Life Ruiner? I think it was called. It was on sale for ten dollars, so I said fuck it. But sorry, my camera was zoomed yes. in on my. I saw that. <laughs> it changed. I was like, "What's going on?" And I realized that it was picking up my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you go on Raven Banner right now, the pre order is ten dollars off right now, so it's only twenty bucks. 
I think it's just like permanent on their site. It's just like $10 off, $20 off. <laughs> That's true. It is true. All right, let's cue the theme music and talk about this fucking franchise. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about the Sleepaway Camp franchise, which is technically five movies, but we're only talking about four of them. Yeah, um, It's a franchise that spanned from 1983 to 2012. Um, there was going to be a remake in 2013, but they scrapped it. Um, and then Felissa Rose has gone on record and saying that they're making a Sleepaway Camp uh, like a sixth installment, I guess. Um, I don't know anything about it though. I didn't really research it too much. I just kind of saw a quote about it. So we might be seeing another one. Thick. Hopefully they actually finish it. Not like four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the franchise rundown sleepaway camp is an American slasher film franchise consisting of five films. One of which was not fully completed. The franchise primarily focuses on serial killer Angela Baker and the murder she commits largely at summer camps. At first glance, the series is about teen campers getting killed at a summer camp, but the story delves into mystery, humor, and psychological genres. It came about at a time when horror films were in their heyday and the original fit right into the slasher genre that became widely popular in the 80s. Yeah. These movies were directed by Robert Hiltzik, who did Sleepaway Camp 1 and Return to Sleepaway Camp. These are the only two movies he's done. Mm -hmm. uh, he was actually a film student whenever he made Sleepaway Camp, which is pretty fucking impressive, really. Yeah, like, that's cool. Considering the cult following that it got. Uh, Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3 were directed by Michael A. Simpson. Um, these were also the only movies really worth noting under his resume. Mm -hmm. And lastly, Sleepaway Camp 4 was uh, somewhat directed by Jim Markovitz. Um, but yeah, it's not even worth noting, Yeah, as we've already brought <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, the cast. I just put down some recurring actors and characters. So Angela Baker was played by two different actresses across the franchise in part one and return to sleepaway camp. She's played by Felissa Rose and in two and three, she's played by Pamela Springsteen. Mm -hmm. um, the character of Ricky is played by Jonathan Tierston uh, and he is in part one and then he reprises his role again in return. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul D'Angelo plays Ronnie who appears in the same set of films as the other two. Mm -hmm. And lastly, R.I.P. Isaac Hayes, who plays Charlie in Return to Sleepaway Camp. And you may know him as Chef from South Park. No way. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Bam. Um, 
Which, I mean, they're two very different characters. And I talk about that later on, but like, which actress do you like better as Pamela or as uh, Angela? Angela. Um, <laughs> they're both very different. Yeah. The Angela, uh, Felissa's Angela is very like, um, like reserved, quiet, uh, kind of stays back a bit. Very like timid hers and is, shy. Hers is more like she's trying to not give herself away, like kind of stay mm-hmm. back. Whereas Angela in two and three, she doesn't give a fuck. She kills <laughs> so many people, man. It's like, especially the third one, like, yeah. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. And like from the very start, you just see her show up mm-hmm. and she just starts killing all the workers and people there. It's like, <laughs> I think, I, I think they're both good in their own right. Um, mm-hmm. I really did like Angela from two and three, just cause she was so fucking funny. Yeah. And like, just didn't give a shit. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And then like Angela and return to sleepaway camp. Um, I mean, really, you only see her at the beginning and at the end. But we'll we'll save that when we <laughs> talk about that movie. <laughs> what about right. you? I yeah, I agree. Like, it was kind of a loaded question because I mean, they are two very very different characters. Um, but I think I like. No disrespect to Felissa Rose, I think she did a fucking amazing job in part one. And, like, even in Return to Sleepaway Camp, she was good, considering, like... I mean, I guess so. I mean, she's all right. But, yeah, Pamela Springsteen was just... She was just off the fucking walls, man. Off (laughs) the walls. Just didn't give a fuck. She's fucking killing people in broad daylight, left, right, and center, pulling people out of their tents and fucking cutting them up right in front of the other people. And just... Yeah. Some of the kills that she had, man, it was nuts. Oh, man, yeah. I think... That's kind of, I think two and three, it like kind of saved the franchise for me with like the amount of kills and the kills mm-hmm. they had. It was very creative and like funny. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. All right. Did you have any characters of note that you wanted to bring up? Not really. There was like a couple people in Return to Sleepaway Camp that kind of looked familiar, mm-hmm. but I honestly didn't really look them up because. <laughs> I mean, they're probably probably nobodies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that one is like, I don't want to say new, but it's like fairly new, I guess, in comparison to to the original three. Yeah, yeah. So it's understandable that there's some recognizable characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The right. uh, the the main chef there, I think his name not Charlie. Uh, not the main chef. The the main guy that has um the parakeet or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was in Sopranos. Looked... Was he? Yeah. Okay, he kind of looked like uh who's that uh, comedian Joey? Joey uh Oh Joey Votto. Is yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Diaz. He does. Oh Joey Diaz, yeah, Joey Votto. Yeah. That's, That's the fucking, fucking baseball, baseball player. player. <laughs> 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 I got baseball in the mind, it's coming up. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, Joey, yeah, Joey Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, yeah. 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 
I see that for sure. All right, let's talk about this movie or this franchise, I should say. All right. Um, and then like one occurring or recurring thing throughout the whole franchise that like kind of bugged me is I didn't know what kind of camp any of these were. Yeah. Except for the third one, maybe, because like that was the only movie where all of the people there looked the same age because mm-hmm. they were like kind of like delinquents and stuff. Yeah. But like the rest of the movies, like <laughs> I have no idea. They had like kids that were like eight year old, eight year olds. They had like teenagers. They had like young adults. The, yeah. the campsite and like the the counselors looked like the same age as like some of the kids, and it's like, what is going on? Did they just get like a bunch <laughs> of random people here. Well, I was texting. Uh, I was messaging Erica on Instagram while I was watching part two. Because she had just watched the first one like late last year, I think, and it was her first time watching it. If I if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So anyway, she watched the first three like kind of alongside with me, and we were kind of chatting about them and whatnot. Yeah. So anyways, I had started Sleepaway Camp too, and yeah. I was like, oh damn, like they're starting this off with like fucking hot raunchy sex scene, and like it's fucking crazy. Like we got titties everywhere, and I was like, wait a second. They're adult tits, like it's not not kids, because like in the first one, yeah. it was all just a fucking, it was a bunch of kids running around. Yeah, but like I thought it was all counselors, and then I got watching it more, and I was like, oh my god, like this is such a ridiculous <laughs> summer camp, I guess. Like you said, like yeah. it ranges from like eight years old to like eighteen years old. Yeah, then even in Return to Sleepaway Camp, like the same thing. Like there's like these kids who are like looked like eight years old, but like jacked. I'm yeah. fucking weird as hell. <laughs> yeah. That was like one thing that I don't know, did kind of bug me a bit. So it's mm-hmm. like, what are these camps like? Yeah. And in Sleepaway Camp 3, like, you're not going to get Riff, who is like a gangbanger from Detroit, to go to a fucking summer camp. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. No, he's like carrying a knife. They're yeah. like, the one I I don't remember any of the people's names for these movies except for the main ones, but yeah. uh the one guy is like Mexican and like the amount of like racial slurs that they say to one another. Oh man, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing I texted oh, Erica. I was like, these movies could not be made in this day and age. No, no, not at all. Like not the one all. girl's dropping the N-word with like the hard R, and I was like, Oh god damn, dude, yeah. like this does yeah. not fly. No, no, no. But, uh, but yeah, um, so the first movie, uh, I've watched once before. Um, I think you've watched it probably a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a whole classic. Like, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Felissa Rose got paid like five grand to do it. Yeah. Something stupid, but I, she was only like 14, I guess. Whenever yeah, she... she was 14. Um, so I would have loved five grand at 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh the first movie is very much uh like Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Like very similar like film style like you never see the killer. It's always like, you know, you only see their hands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um I do I I do like that about this movie. Yeah. You're kind of like guessing who the killer is and it's one of those movies where like the twist and the like suspense of who it is is like worth it in the end. 
Oh yeah, man. That reveal is like, I talk about it later on, but like, I remember the first time watching this movie and that reveal, like that shit fucking scared the hell out of me, man. Like <laughs> the look on her face and the fucking noise that's coming out of her. Yeah. Like yeah. just fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah. And like we get like the slow pan from like her feet to her head, and it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this this movie, like this franchise, is very dumb. It's not oh, yeah. acted very well at all. No, especially about the opening scene. You know, you have the kids in oh, the, God, the lake dude. with the dad, and then. They like flip the boat over there in the water. Then you get these kids driving a boat. They're like pulling a girl, mm-hmm. uh, um, water skiing. And they're like on the boat. She's trying to drive, not looking. And they're going like right at the beach. And mm-hmm. the girl in the water skis is like yelling, like, there's a boat, turn. And then the last minute they both look and see, and they're like trying to turn it. They can't turn it for some reason and then run over uh, the kids and the dad um i've i have so many issues in this opening scene there's like four or five people like in the vicinity mm-hmm. and one girl screaming her head off like help them he's still alive uh-huh. and everyone's sitting there the guy in the fucking beach is like yeah <laughs> yeah has no idea what to do in an emergency situation no one jumps in <laughs> to try and help them yeah that's yeah so that was one thing like it's heard this whole movie too man like there's so many different instances where there's like an emergency situation starting off with this one where there's like a bunch of onlookers and everybody just stands there and they just stare it's like what the fuck like do something yeah yeah and like yeah this opening scene is so poorly acted but it's also like super iconic too because yeah like it, it sets up this whole movie it sets yeah. up the whole franchise really yeah yeah really like i don't know i think it does it, it it does what it's supposed to do it's just super poorly acted yeah 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 because you you assume that the the son died the kid died right mm-hmm. um and then it kind of i think it goes forward eight years i think maybe Something like that. Yeah. So Angela uh is probably like 13, 14, maybe. Yeah. Um, and she's like living with like an aunt or something who is also fucking crazy. Like oh, man. She's the reason why Angela's <laughs> like this, probably. Well, yeah, I mean spoiler alert, but Angela. I used mean, to not be a like boy. physically, but like <laughs> mentally, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she's like she's just like super creepy in like a yeah. weird way. It's yeah. like I don't know. She's dressed all like prim and proper, but then like she'll be like talking and then she'll be like, Hmm. Yes, I suppose I would. And <laughs> that whole like, scene with her, like, Hmm. Yeah. It's like, so she hard. does like an outer monologue of what she's thinking in her head. And she just like yeah. turns her head and like holds her chin. Like she's yeah. posing for yeah. a, a fucking boudoir photo shoot or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Angela doesn't talk for like, I think the first 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, something like that. And like that. this movie isn't very long. Like it's again like an hour, 20, 25, something like that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they get to the campsite, uh, which is like what camp uh 
uh Arawak. Arawak, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And another like red flag right at the bat. <laughs> all these kids are running to the campsite, all the chefs come out, and you get this disgusting fat chef just saying the most disturbing stuff out loud. Yeah. And none of the other chefs are like, well, the the one main chef kind of like gives him a weird look. Mm-hmm. But he's like saying disgusting, disturbing stuff, like kind of like Matthew McConaughey and uh Dazing and Fuse, except like more yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like he's actually being serious about it. Like yeah. he's talking about like 12 and like eight-year-olds. Yeah. Like, oh, they I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like you can see the kids running and he's he's just like moaning and like mm, like like you just yeah. picture him like licking his lips and he's just yeah. like all sweaty and his fucking shirt's all sweat stained and he's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um he's really the only kill in the movie where I was like kind of like, yeah, Fuck he yeah. he deserves to die. Like yeah. the rest we of the people in the movie, like, I don't know, like they were bullies, I guess, but mm-hmm. like really I don't know. We don't even know if he dies either. Like uh, that's true. He gets taken away. Mm-hmm. So he's like a chef. He has like this fucking six foot pot. Yeah. He's cooking all the corn in. And yeah, he gets pushed into the pot and it falls over and he gets like burned. And then like you see his skin like is burning like as the camera's on him. So he's getting these big fucking boils. blisters on his boils on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sick. It's nasty, but well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so you meet a couple of the other uh oh Ricky is her cousin. Mm-hmm. Um and so you kind of get these like friend groups, like there's a baseball scene with like the kids in the bunk. Like, are they playing the other counselors or is it like just other kids who are older at the yeah the thing? Like, I don't know, I was very confused about that mm-hmm. shit. Um, and there's like a girls' cabin, there's uh, a couple girls there's like meg and i want to say like judy or something like that uh yeah judy judy's the bitchy one yeah yeah um so they all kind of like pick on uh angela mm-hmm. um and yeah throughout the movie you know all these people start disappearing there isn't like really any brutal kills in this movie no um a lot of it's like off screen shit too off screen yeah the the, the kid in the uh the, the toilet like throw <laughs> like the wasp nest in it yeah. and then like two seconds later the camera pans to him he's like just deteriorated in like five <laughs> seconds <laughs> yeah those are some heavy duty wasps yeah. yeah but like the gore that we do see it is pretty it's good like it like, is yeah we talked about the chef like it looked good it did, yeah. And, and like even the bees, like it happened way too fast. But mm-hmm. I mean, for what we saw, the end result, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Do you think he did? Like, do you think he pulled a Tony Todd and just actually had all those bees on him? <laughs> maybe, probably. To be honest, maybe. But uh, then we have like the owner of the camp. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what his name was. Uh, I don't remember the old guy, but. A- I thought he was hilarious in this movie. He was just like <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all these people die, and he's like, what's going on? I need to figure this out. Then he's like, throughout the movie, he's like, I knew it was him. I could see it in his eyes. And he thinks it's like Ricky. Yeah. And at the one point, uh, 
Judy and Meg like grab Angela and are going to throw in the water. And obviously she doesn't like water because Mm -hmm. you think that she's from the beginning. Right. Yeah. And like they throw her in and like this one, like Jack counselor comes and helps and he's like, Oh, you're such bitches. And like sticks up for him. And then like one, one person comes and helps Angela. Um, and there's like other kids like throwing sand at her. Like, I don't understand why they're picking on her. Oh man, they're fucking terrible, dude. Like they are. Like, there was bullying whenever we were growing up, but like not to mm. this extent. No. no. And in return to sleepaway camp, too. Like, I'm not gonna dive into it, but like the bullying in that movie, it's like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. Like dangerous shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um yeah, I think another kill there uh Meg was a Meg that was in the shower and she so, like yeah. stabs through the the thing and mm-hmm. kills her that way. Yeah. Um the main camp 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 owner he gets an arrow through the fucking the neck. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, there was some good kills in this yeah. one. Yeah. They just weren't like they weren't like the campy style of kills from two and three. No, no, no. Like they felt, they weren't like bit... very like as they weren't as creative as like the ones in the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like original kills you'd see in like any slasher, really. Yeah, from the eighties. I mean, like the pot of water and the beehive is, yeah, kind of creative, but yeah. Also, like at the same time, like the beehive could have been so avoided. Yeah, like I know she locked the door on him, but I mean, it's a fucking shitty ass piece of fucking plywood i'm pretty sure he could have busted through it pretty easily he did eventually but crawled under it i don't know (laughs) crawled over top something yeah go out through the window where she just put it yeah yeah Yeah. anyway um yeah anything else like through the movie that you wanted to mention or you liked about it not really i mean like we talked about how shitty the acting was at the beginning and it did get better throughout the movie. Yeah. None of these movies have good acting by any means, but Mm -hmm. I mean, in this, I think this one probably had the best acting. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah. And like the, the most believable characters and stuff like that, like this one felt like it was actually meant to be a serious slasher film. Yeah. As opposed to like, the super campiness of sequels but yeah i don't know yeah the kills were decent enough but that that reveal at the end yeah man i love the the cop that shows up and they do like a zoom in on his face mm -hmm. and it's the most fake mustache you could ever (laughs) see you can literally see the fabric yeah oh man it was so funny yeah but uh, but yeah, that reveal at the end definitely like the first time I saw that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then she has like the crazy fucking eyes and yeah, yeah, it just zooms in and she's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then we find out like that the guy that was on the beach whenever they died was like her dad's boyfriend. Like he was having an affair with this yeah, guy. That was fucking weird as, as well. Just an unnecessary plot point, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, like I don't understand the significance of why they would have that. Yeah, because they really? have like, like that scene they show uh the kid, I forget what the boy's name, but 
he's living with the aunt and the aunt has like a bandage on his head and she's going on about how she always wanted a, a girl she has a, a boy already and she's like oh angela such a nice name i think it almost means angel yeah and then like it does the transition to like a bed with her dad and the guy on it like kissing mm-hmm. and then it flashes to like the brother and sister and the brother's just pointing at the sister like mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on yeah it was weird yeah but yeah so that that reveal we find out that the girl like the daughter died in the water and the boy survived got adopted yeah. by the aunt yeah she turned him into a girl i don't know yeah like i'm not trying to be politically incorrect but yeah she started dressing him up as a girl like doing psychological torture basically is what it seemed like yeah until angela finally believed that she was a girl yeah yeah and then like yeah that reveal dude like we like i mentioned before like we see the pan from the feet to the top like to the head and like we see fucking dick and balls and everything like it wasn't a child it was an adult obviously but yeah it was a real person yeah yeah and it was just like yeah i remember the first time watching this and it was just like it fucking blew my goddamn mind dude because like we didn't see who the killer was throughout this entire movie no like you mentioned it was all first person views like we only Mm -hmm. saw the hands yeah um never would have assumed it was a child yeah first of all and then fucking secondly like never would have assumed it was what (laughs) like what was going on yeah yeah but yeah yeah it's fucking crazy Uh, yeah good Uh, twist yeah anything else from new era uno i don't think so no all right uh, so Sleepaway Camp 2, uh, what was this one called? What was the... Uh... Uh, not Teenage Wasteland, that was three. Uh, unhappy Campers. Yes, that's it. Um, so now I believe this takes place, I think like seven years later, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So she's like 17 years old or something like that. Um, Angela. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally different actress obviously because it's only like a year or two after the first one was released um and so this one takes place at another camp i forget what it was called uh camp rolling hills yeah and so angela is now a camp counselor there mm-hmm. and i don't know what exactly her motive is in these movies yeah i feel like, like she's... I, I know i i know what it is but it just doesn't make sense like she's killing the people who have sex do mm-hmm. drugs all that stuff but she's also killing on the third one she kills like everyone the, the owners <laughs> like too like they didn't do shit they're just there right well i mean the guy was oh, okay the guy was a piece of shit yeah yeah he was sleeping with yeah, that underage was, girls. We'll, we'll get to that. That was fucking <laughs> weird. I, yeah. Um, I mean, I think she's just going after the people that are like considered bullies because she was mm-hmm. bullied. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But I mean, just fucking move on. Okay. Move before we get to this movie, what happened the next day on Sleepaway Camp? The show? No, I'm just like curious. 
Oh, well, they took her to a, like an asylum. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. They took her to an insane asylum. Yeah. And performed a full sex change, which we learned about in part two. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because part two, like it kind of opens up with like a midnight society type thing, like from mm -hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark? And they're like telling stories like campfire stories and then the one guy he's like yeah my dad's a cop or he used to be a cop and he was one of the ones that arrested her mm -hmm. and uh and they took her to this insane insane asylum and performed a full sex change and all this shit and then next thing you know like angela comes through the woods but they mm -hmm. don't realize that it's the same Angela. yeah 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 um and yeah, so in this one, it's like, it's like, what kind of camp is this? Like, mm -hmm. it's like a mixture of older and younger people. I don't know who the counselors are, who, who is who. Yeah. Very confusing. But, uh, but yeah, she has a lot of kills in this movie and in number three. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Um, this chick went off the rails. She did. Uh, she uses like a stump a lot in the in these ones yeah she did um yeah so she's like super happy counselor and if anyone really doesn't play by her rules she like sends them home is what yeah. she says to the <laughs> owner and the other uh counselor was it like uh tc tc yeah 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 um there's a lot of sex in this one too yeah there was this one and the third one there was a yeah. lot a lot of sex yeah i was yeah. kind of surprised because like there's yeah. no sex in the first one no, no no so they really took that like 80s horror trope and like really fucking spun it yeah yeah um isn't really much character development in these ones especially no. number three yeah but it's a few characters i like the uh with the, the shotzi shoddy sisters oh yeah the yeah, ones yeah. that are like the stoners that yeah just like to get high. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I have my notes here. TC's mullet is fucking amazing. Yeah. Some of their, uh, <laughs> some of their, um, hairstyles and clothing choices was like amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the dudes wearing short shorts and yeah. Yeah. I great. loved, uh, I threw it on like, Last last night and Bettina like we were putting away laundry at the same time and the opening kill like Bettina's watching and then she's like ew that's fucking disgusting because Angela like cuts the girl's tongue out oh yeah and uh, yeah she and like you you know you got a, a filthy mouth or whatever like that mm -hmm. that was fucking funny she had some good lines in this movie yeah she did yeah um. I like the uh she's really sadistic when she kills the shot sisters. Mm -hmm. Oh like the, fuck the, the girls to get high because they're like fucking nuts, man. Drunk ones to have sex and then she like ties them up and the one wakes up and her sister's just a charred skeleton <laughs> in front of her. <laughs> she has her tied up and pours like liquor gasoline over her, and then just sets her on fire. And it's like yeah. he's fucking crazy in this. Yeah. Yeah, this one really ramped up the kills. Like, not only was there a lot, but they were like fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned, the opening kill, she smacks the girl over the head with a fucking 
stick and then cuts her tongue out, lets her bleed out. Yeah. Sets this chick on fire. Yeah. Um, well, two two of them on fire. Uh, mm-hmm. What was another rough one in this? The one with uh, Mare. <laughs> She's the one that kept like flashing her titties and like she would like sleep nude in the uh-huh. at night. And then Angela catches her like flashing some of the kids because they mm-hmm. steal like their underwear or something like that. And then Angela is like, oh, I'm going to take you home or something. And they're driving. And then she's like, Angela's like, okay, just apologize. And I was like, I'm not apologizing to you. And then like Angela like reaches in the back. He's like, oh, what are you getting a gun or something? And she pulled it up. <laughs> she's like, no, a drill. And so she pulled her. Uh, I love those two little creeps too like the kids that are fucking constantly taking pictures of all the girls like the yeah. one kid sitting <clears throat> up on the other kid's shoulders and he's taking fucking Polaroids of all of them mm-hmm. and Angela catches them looking at them all yeah they're like 10 years old yeah yeah and uh, I love that the next day uh, TC is like going through the list of stuff that's been stolen yeah. it's like everything she's used to like <laughs> kill people <laughs> one power drill 50 feet of rope <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was like nine panties, uh, six yeah. bras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another ill. Uh, oh, yeah. The um, the little callback to our horror icons. Oh, yes. Yeah. I that really liked uh, a lot. Of, a few <clears throat> of the uh, the kids are, I don't know what they are. Anyway. <laughs> They decide they're going to pull a prank on Angela and they make all these masks and the costumes of mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, Jason, and Leatherface. Leatherface, yeah. And... Fuck, I mean, like, even the poster of this one, like, it's a chick with a backpack with a Freddy hand and then it's fucking sick Jason. Poster, right? It is a sick poster, but yeah. it's like, wow. <laughs> You're not even trying to hide it. No. Um, so they're out at night and the one guy who shows us Freddy, he's like crawling behind a log. And then, like, the guy, the Jason, comes up, and he's like, oh, I, I, did you see my claw hand or whatever? And he's like, no. And then he's, like, crawling back, and he sees, like, that. And then Angela, like, slashes his neck with uh, the razor um, finger, mm-hmm. which I thought was fucking sick. Yeah. And then um, she, we don't see her kill Leatherface. We just see her show up with, in front of Jason with mm-hmm. the chainsaw and the the mask and i thought it was so yeah. fucking sick yeah she like cuts his leg and then just kills him with it mm-hmm. i love when she goes up i think it's she goes up to the washroom and she's got the chainsaw and she's like trying to start it and it won't fucking yeah. start and she's just like fucking tosses it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um was that was it this one yeah i think it was this one i think it was that scene Cause she goes up to the bathroom and there's a guy and a girl and the guy's like eating the girl out. Yeah. And it's the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life, man. (laughs) He's eating her out like in the bathroom stall and his face is like up like by her stomach. Yeah. Like that's not where it is, but like your, your tongue punching her fucking belly button at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just like, she's just like, ah, like uh, doing this shit. I'm like, this is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And I forget I forget how she kills them. Um, I don't remember. 
Or this is, is this the girl that she stabs in the back through the, the shower door? No. No, no, no. Cause she, the one girl, no, no the girl runs out. She doesn't kill them at this point. No, she doesn't. Um, yeah. The next they one. get dressed. She, the next one she kills is, uh, Allie. She like invest, invites her to that cabin out in like middle of nowhere that's all boarded up. Yeah. And then, uh, Angela stabs her in the back. And that forces her into the outhouse. Just mm -hmm. fucking disgusting. Oh yeah, it's fucking nasty. He's like, "Tell me what's down there." Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're because you're a piece of shit. And then like, what else is down there? Piss. And then she's like, blah blah blah. And then because you're else? pissing your life away. Yeah, yeah. He's like leeches because that's all you are, or something like that. And like yeah. pushes her down there, and like she comes out with her head and is like fucking full of leeches and shit. <laughs> and just like fucking drowns her with a stick the fucking poo water could you imagine how fucking disgusting that would be yeah. oh man like i'm just picturing like when we go to weddings and shit like that after outdoor weddings and it's just like you yeah. go to the porta potty at towards the end of the night and it's like oh my god yeah, yeah. and this chick gets tossed down into it i think i'd want to die like just kill me yeah <laughs> you're never getting the smell of shit off you <laughs> after that yeah uh so she kills her and then um she's back at the cabin with one of the girls and Angela's like playing guitar and the girl comes in she's like you know the weirdest thing uh I tried calling so-and-so's parents to see how they're doing and to make sure that she got home okay and they're like oh well she's she's not here she's at camp and then she's like and then I called the other girl and her brother said the same thing that he's here that she's like, and then I called this person. It's like, how many people did you fucking call this out of the blue? <laughs> I want to see how everyone's doing. I love this scene because she's like in there doing hair and Angela like goes out into the main cabin and she's like picking up things to see how to kill her. Yeah. She like picks up the hairbrush is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally lands on like takes the guitar string off her guitar and chokes her with it yeah that was sick dude we didn't talk about the fucking craziest kill i don't know maybe it hasn't happened yet no maybe it hasn't happened yet no it's in the first movie the fucking the fucking curling iron oh yeah 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 so i was talking i know we're going back to the first movie That's but fine. i was talking to erica and i was like what is with this like curling iron kill? Like, what did you get from that? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I was kind of thinking that too. I'm like, like, how did she kill her with a curling iron? So we both went online. She put it in her vagina. Ew. And I don't know, like that wouldn't kill her, obviously, but like she suffocated her with a pillow too. Yeah. But like, cause you see the shadow and like it opens up like how yeah, a curling iron. You don't really iron... see exactly what happens, right? No, but yeah, according to the internet, yeah, she, she, molested her with a hot curling iron now is that just fucked up people on the internet i mean what else would you what has she done with it like yeah, really burnt. yeah maybe uh, i don't know man but it's like fuck yeah yeah anyways back to two <laughs> uh so yeah the next day um the head counselor in tc end up firing angela because she sent too many campers home as she liked to say yeah <laughs> they don't know what happened yet 
Um, and then two of the campers, they, I think are the ones that had sex in outside there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to this cabin and they find it. And inside is all of the dead counselors that mm-hmm. Angela's killed. Yeah. Um, I forget how the guy gets his head cut off, I think, right? Yeah, she cuts set off with a machete. And then the girl is still alive. And then TC comes in and Angela fucking throws battery acid on his face. <laughs> and because she oh, stole, yeah. she drained the his battery out of his Jeep. Yeah, because whenever he was talking about the things that were stolen, he's like, and my fucking car battery. <laughs> and then Angela says when she was that, she's like, thanks for letting me use your car battery or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I love that she like pulls the side and she's like, hey, look what's on TV. And it's like the boyfriend's head just in the TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a chase scene between um, I think Molly and Angela. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of like fighting back and forth, they end up like stabbing each other, and then the girl ends up falling off the cliff. Well, it's not really a cliff, it's oh, like, no, yeah, fu- it made it look so much bigger than it was, but it's only like four feet up. Yeah, uh, she hits her head, Angela thinks she's dead. And then, um, I think Angela kills one more person, doesn't she? Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. A hitchhiker picked her up. Oh, that's right. A trucker picked her up, and then she kills the trucker. And then she runs into Molly again, and then Molly goes up to her and then kind of reveals, like, oh, Angela's still alive. Mm -hmm. And then I think that's pretty much how it ends. Yeah. Kind of like Ron Turn, uh, was it uh, five? I think so, yeah. The blind girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the tonal shift in this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really took me by surprise, like, the mm-hmm. the comedy aspect of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I like the kills a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh I thought the girl who played Angela was really good. She yeah. just owned owned the part. Her dialogue and delivery of lines was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, sure. On to Sleepaway Camp 3. Um, Teenage Wasteland. Which is a sick title, I think. It is. Uh, <laughs> this one killed me, man. Um, the fucking opening to this movie is so bad (laughs) happens so quick yeah this this girl's walking down the street in new york tons of people around and then a fucking dump truck just comes (laughs) out of nowhere chases her down an alley nobody is like like what the fuck happened runs her over and then just hops in a bus to this camp and you're like what the fuck yeah Uh, shit. Like, did she scope this girl out or did she just pick one girl and be like I'm taking your identity well she had to have scoped her out because this chick was supposed to be going to the camp but yeah it was just ridiculous Um, and then she shows up at this camp and it's like it's like a camp for like delinquents pretty much 
Well, it's both, right? Like it's, they're trying to like, cause like there's two groups of kids, like one half of them are all like prestigious, like rich kids. And then the other half mm-hmm. is all like low income street kids, like from the yeah. ghettos and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. kids that are in trouble with the law. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, she gets to this camp and there's like a, a old married couple who bought this place and are opening it again. And there's fucking like a, oh go ahead sorry uh, i was gonna say there's a tv crew there like <laughs> filming them like introducing the kids and angela looks the same but she just has like bigger hair well she stole the girl's hair that oh, she killed she? so i don't know if she like scalped her or what but she had the same hair that the chick did that she oh. killed hmm. but i love i love because there's like a news interview and the anchor woman is like yeah, the same camp that 19 kids got killed at last, yeah. just last year. And it's just like, yeah. you're really fucking reopening this camp a year later after yeah. 19 kids got killed. Yeah. Then like the owner's like, what are you doing? You said you wouldn't mention that. <laughs> and like the camera's on Angela and she has like sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, how about you introduce yourself? He's like, oh, I'm, I forget what her name is in this. Uh, yeah. It's like Tara or something stupid. He's like, won't you show your face so your parents can see you? And she like lifts down her glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and then like they get in this kind of like cafeteria, and Angela is like kind of reminded of everything. They're like kind of talking about mm-hmm. what happened last year and stuff like that. And uh so they get split off into these groups. Um of people there's like the the lady owner the husband and then they get a another counselor who is uh oh uh bernie Mm. he's like a police officer yeah so they each split off into their own little camp groups and like they gotta like catch their own fish and do these like challenges and activities together like kind of team building ish mm-hmm. and um the first kill of the movie angela gives cocaine <laughs> to the, the tv reporter yeah. well it's not cocaine but she's like you never know what this shit's cut with it i don't know what it was but as soon as she sniffed it all you hear is this like sizzling sound on, on the movie mm-hmm. it's like eating away her brain and she just dies it's like, yeah oh my god <laughs> ridiculous uh so yeah the one um camp owner whose name was herman mm-hmm. uh he somehow scored with this beautiful big titted girl she was gorgeous she was gorgeous and yeah. she was all for it like he mm-hmm. tried leaving and then she's like oh come back it's like have you seen this guy yeah, good for you herman he's like yeah. 60 years old he's got a yeah. playboy belt buckle yeah yeah <laughs> he looked um, like a character at a fucking police academy he did yeah yeah uh yeah angela just kills him right in the open doesn't give a fuck oh yeah yeah drags him out of the tent and fucking kills him right there this fucking daylight yeah yeah again she brings back that big stick and like jams yep. it in his throat yeah, yeah. Just right in front of the girl, and the girl starts screaming. And then um, 
I think she kills the girl with the the big ass stick too. I think right. I think she smashed over the head with it. Yeah, yeah. But I love like she's beating like. <laughs> so the view is like inside the tent, and you can just see the shadow of Angela yeah. chasing this guy around, just hitting him with a stick. Like <laughs> it's like this isn't doing anything to him. And the she's, girl in the the tent is just like, "What are you doing? Come back!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And even like after she kills him and she's chasing the girl around, she's hitting the girl the same way. It's like, yeah, this would not do anything. No. Um, and then as well at the, at the beginning, whenever she gets there, uh, one of them throws like a firecracker at her and like, scares oh, yeah, her. yeah. And then uh, they all like laugh at her. She runs away. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, there's two of them like sleeping beside each other. And you see, like, this, like, wick coming from a guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. And she lights it. And it just fucking blows up in his face. The guy beside him is, like, two inches from him. Doesn't even get yeah. hit by it. <laughs> just wakes up. is just, like, exploded head and burning. And then she yeah. burns the, him alive. So her group is all dead now. <laughs> She's not sending them home. No. Um... So then the next day, uh, she goes to the other group and they're all like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, Herman told me to come and switch with someone. And they're like, oh, okay, uh, all right. And then the one girl, I forget, the Chinese girl is like, oh, who did she pick? And then Angela kind of like thinks it over and she's just like, oh, you. Yeah. So they... She brings her back to the the tent. There's like no one there. She's like, oh, why is there only two tents? And she's like, oh, it blew away or something stupid like that. The girl gets in the tent. Angela's grabs an axe, kicks her into the tent. The girl's like, oh, what the fuck? Pokes <laughs> her head out. Angela does, bam, cuts her head to clean off. Yeah. Just like, again, in broad daylight, just yeah. doesn't give a fuck. No, she's lost all of her fucks in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's so different from the Angela in the first one. Like, oh yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I feel like this franchise needed this Angela though. Yeah, it's yeah. like we we in the first movie like we had the suspense of like who is it? Yeah, and now that we know who it is, it's just like it needs to be just like all out chaos. Yeah, yeah. Or else, like, the viewers aren't going to stay engaged with it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, she gets back to the other group, and there is the two girls, Angela and another girl, they don't like each other. There's, like, a weird kind of nice guy, but he turns out to be a creep. Mm -hmm. And then there's a game banner (laughs) who just carries around this stereo listening to rap music the whole time. (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so then they get paired up to do some like trusting <laughs> exercise <laughs> where you have to blindfold one person, tie their hand behind a back, and just walk them around the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I love Angela's scene with it too, because the girl's just like directing her, and Angela keeps like running into trees, and she's like, yeah. ah, fuck, ow, fuck. She's like, it's yeah. <laughs> We're switching it up. It's my fucking turn. <laughs> yeah, she like, okay, we gotta stop for a smoke break. Just like take a smoke, 
picks up this tiny baby turtle. I don't know what the fuck oh, she got yeah. that from. Yeah. And then puts on the Angela. The Angela's like, ah, what the fuck? Um, what'd you think of her kill though? How did she kill her? The flagpole. Oh yeah, it was fucking cool. <laughs> um, I guess there's an unrated version and you see more of like that death, but Oh really? Um but yeah, she like ties her up to this fucking well the the pulley system on the flagpole. Yeah. And like she's fucking pulling her all the way up, which I don't think could possibly happen, but whatever. No. no. Um and then she just gets her to the top and just lets it go. Yeah. And the girl just like poof smashes her head around the fucking concrete (laughs) again in broad daylight yeah yeah um so then she gets back up there and i think she kills the counselor next i think right Mm -hmm. yeah well before that she for some reason she has to get tied to the tall lanky guy their like feet and their hands are tied together, so they're oh, like, yeah. and they have to go fishing for fish, and they're like tied together. And the guy asks Angela, like, "Hey, do you think I'm nice or something like that?" And Angela's like, "Yeah, I guess so." And then he like tries to have sex with her. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, what the hell?" And then she's like, "Meet me at so and so after dark or something like that." Yeah, because he's like, "Oh, I thought you wanted it," and she's like, "I." She says something like, oh, I never said I didn't, but just not right here or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I forget the order of what, how she killed. She kills the the wife at some point, too. Yeah, oh, man. Her, her kill area. was sick. Nuts, man. Insane. Reminding me of uh, the kill off of... Um, Sinister? Sinister. No, not Sinister. Okay uh chucky with a lawnmower the remake oh yeah that's right yeah 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 yeah. you're right uh so she asks uh lily to play the blindfold game so she does and angela leads her to this like hole with garbage in it and just throws (laughs) her in and like her hands aren't tied no but she has a blindfold on She's just like laying there yelling, like, let me out. It's like, <laughs> fucking get up. <laughs> she's like, it's like the longest kill ever. Yeah. She says something about how she's going to smell like garbage or something like that. And then yeah. Angela's like, well, on the plus side, you're going to be suffocated. Yeah. <laughs> she starts like filling in the hole. And uh, what's her name? Lily. Yeah. So then it's only her head sticking out of this hole. Yeah. And Angela just goes and gets a fucking lawnmower <laughs> and runs the lawnmower over her face. <laughs> so much for suffocating her. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like you just contradicted your own kill. Oh, man. Um, so at one point, because I know that she kills the tall creep guy at nighttime. Yeah. But she kills the gain banner at nighttime too, actually. Yeah. So he's like in the tent because he doesn't want to do anything. He has a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, she like lures him out. She like kicks his tent or something like that. He's like starts coming out the front and then she like just drives the pag into his hand. Yeah. And then he's like screaming and then she like hits him a couple times with a stick. Again. 
again. <laughs> and then just takes another peg and just like slams it into which I'm guessing it's his head. Yeah. And then kills him. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. I like this one too because like she throws a tape because like you said before, he's always listening to his boom box. Yeah. And she throws a tape into the tent. So like, he puts the tape in mm-hmm. and it's it's her voice saying about how he's going to die. I can't remember exactly what she was saying, but yeah, basically just telling him like, you're going to die now. Yeah. Um, She ends up tying the creepy guy up to a tree. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, but I feel like she kills him last because she goes to the other group, I think, doesn't she? I think there's still a couple of them. Because she kills him with the Jeep, right? Well, she doesn't, but yeah. Because there's the guy and that other girl. Because there's the the Chinese guy. I don't remember how he does. Remember they walk in tied up with the three of them tied up together. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to. How does officer die? Hold on, I have the. Okay, so Angela rips Bobby's arms off before Riff died with the spikes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jeep to like rip his arms off. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Barney, she shoots him. The Asian guy, she kills him with the axe. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. She goes to the other group, and then she ends up in the kitchen with Barney and the one girl, and then the one girl finds figures out that Angela's been killing people, and then she shoots Barney with the gun she stole with from Riff. Yeah. Um, And then she ties up the three people, and she, like releases someone hanging from the tree i think it's someone anyway and then she's like if you don't find marcia uh in a certain amount of time then i'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. or if you try and hurt me i'm gonna kill you if you try and run away i'm gonna kill you yeah so they're all like tied up they're going into all these cabins they're all like decorated and they see all the dead bodies of everybody mm-hmm. and then they walk into the final cabin with marcia and then as they get to the bed they trigger this like trap that like uh hurls an axe into two of them but leaves mm. the main guy alive. Yeah. Um and then she just decides to leave him and Marcia to live. Yeah. Which was different, kind of like I don't know. Or is that kind of how they wanted to end Angela? Maybe, yeah. Uh... But, but then, the guy, the guy that she had tied up to the tree, was that this one? Yeah, yeah, that was this one. And she ties his, a fucking like fishing line up to his dick. No, that was no, was that, that was return? the next one. Is that that was return. return? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's problem with these franchise watches; they yeah. just start fucking meshing no, the, together. No, this one was the arms. Um, mm. but she is gonna let them live, and she goes to leave into the jeep, and then. Marcia comes running out like a wild woman with the axe. Oh, yeah. And they get in a fight. Um, and then, yeah, I think she ended up killing. She kills Angela. No, no. Angela, yeah, Angela gets killed mm-hmm. by them. They leave. The ambulance comes. And then Angela's in the ambulance. And then 
the paramedics like oh she's still alive and the cop is like well fucking just kill her <laughs> and the paramedics like what what do you mean he's like no cops like this bitch is crazy she's killed so many people just let her die like don't yeah. let anyone don't tell anyone and then angela like grabs a needle and stabs the paramedic stabs the cop in the eye yeah and then the driver from the front hey what's going on back there and then angela <laughs> says like uh just clean up my mess or something like that yeah oh she says just take care of business mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah uh wild ass movie <laughs> yeah hills everywhere yeah um anything you want to mention or talk about that one before we move on i don't think so and the final movie that we'll be talking about is return to sleepaway camp (laughs) um which i just read on wikipedia had a four million dollar budget wow yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) <laughs> a little more than I expected. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie, um, not great. No, but it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was still a lot of fun. Man, I was dying laughing. I wanted to give this such a higher rating, but mm-hmm. man, it was just so funny. Um, so I don't know how long after this one is, but uh. It's another camp camp ground and same with the other ones like you don't really is it for kids it was for teenagers adults like they all look different aged yeah <laughs> um so in this one there's like a few family members who kind of like own it ish um our main character uh alan um <laughs> who I, I loved in this movie. It yeah. was so funny. Yeah. Uh, this goofy big kid, like he's a large dude. Oh yeah. Um, He gets picked on a lot in this, uh, the opening scene, there's kids farting, lighting their farts on fire. Oh, and man. it was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. All these jacked kids that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Legit, man. They did. Um, so Alan is like a bully, but also like gets picked on a lot by oh, yeah. the kids. Uh so he, like one of the scenes is he gets in a fight with one of the main chefs and he throws a knife at him, doesn't hit him, but then he like runs away and is like runs to this area where he goes throughout the movie and his like stepbrother has to go get him mm-hmm. <laughs> they get up there and all of a sudden there's all these fucking frogs everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and the brother is like the fuck are all these and alan's like they're my frogs they're my friends man yeah, they're and my then only there's like friends a big ass fucking toad on a rock and the one brother i think his name is michael just fucking boots the frog <laughs> <laughs> And then he steals Michael's knife and there's like a kind of standoff. Um, They try very hard and too hard to make you think that Alan is the killer. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Like it's just shoved right down your throat. Yeah, and you know that it's not him, obviously. No. Like if you've paid attention to any of the previous movies. Or even this fucking movie. Uh <laughs> in the opening scene in uh the cafeteria, they have a special speaker show up to talk about uh how smoking kills. <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh What's his name from South Park? Stu, I think. Oh, uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking not about. Stu. Though. No, so it's not it's, Stu. It's this super tiny cop that has one of those things that make you speak when you lose your voice box. Yeah, tracheotomy. Yeah. Um, and it is so fucking obvious from the first time you see this person. That that is Angela. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The makeup is so bad on it. <laughs> Ned is the South Park character. Ned, okay. Name. The fakest nose. Oh, man. And the person, like, I don't, that definitely wasn't uh, the actress, right? I don't know. Because that person looked very small and skinny. That's true. It might not have been. Maybe, but. Anyway, the most ridiculous kind of way to have Angela in this. Oh, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. The character reminded me of a character from an old 80s show. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Probably not going to be able to find it. But it was that show where, like, the opening theme song is, like... uh, it's like a storefront and like the mannequins come alive and there's a security guard, but it's like a, uh, like a puppet security guard. And it looks just like it. I can't remember what it's called. I'm not going to be able to find it fast enough, but anyways, any of our listeners, I'm sure someone will remember what it was called. But, uh, first kill, very reminiscent of the first sleep away camp movie. Um, a cook, who got in the fight with uh Alan yeah um is cooking and there's like a single fry in the air fryer and he's like looking at it then all of a sudden this person comes up from behind him grabs his feet lifts him up and then like grabs a chair stands on it slowly lifting him up and then he finally loses his balance and falls into the air fryer and then yeah Immediately falls on the ground and it's just the most worst CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> that was a brutal kill, though. It was, yeah, yeah. I found the show. What is it? It's called Today's Special. Never heard of it. And there's there's the main guy. The <laughs> oh my god, that's true. He's like a little puppet, but it looks yeah. just like the fucking confidence movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he kill he dies, and all the person that you see is like this person in a hood, mm-hmm. and the person's not big enough to be Alan. So like, no. I don't even know they didn't hide it good at all. No. Um, but I love the interactions with Alan and the other bullies. Like they're at like some dance, and then like Alan likes one of these like popular girls, mm-hmm. and like they call him over. They're like making fun of him and stuff like that, and. uh he like has this weird rivalry with like a girl named Terry, I think. Oh yeah. 
and they she like just picks on him like crazy. <laughs> and he picks on her too at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Calls her a fat bitch all the time. Yeah. Um, and then he like runs out back behind like the stage, and there's these two characters. One is named Weed, which is yeah. not very original. No. Uh, and but, he's a stoner, believe it or not. Is, yeah. So they're smoking <laughs> weed, and then like for some reason they have just cow patties back there. Yeah. And they decided to roll joints out of these. <laughs> and they convince Alan to smoke a shit patty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking hacking up a lung and yeah, down yeah. on his knees and mm-hmm. And then like other bullies come in, and then uh, we have um, who was the recurring guy? Came back for this. Uh, fuck, I had it. Um, Ricky, Ronnie, Ronnie, yeah, yeah. So Ronnie comes back, and he's still wearing his fucking muscle shirts, even though he looks <laughs> like seventy five. <laughs> um. And then they give Alan the nickname Blowjob. Yeah. Just funny. Uh, So then later that night, um, Weed and his friends are out. They're like, it's like 2 a.m. They're passing out. And Weed's in the chair. And all of a sudden you see this person come up and stick a gasoline hose down his throat, pump gas in his thing. Yeah. Puts a sticker over his mouth saying like, says, say no to drugs. <laughs> and then lights him on fire. And then like the most ridiculous CGI explosion. Yeah. I've ever seen. And he blows the whole cabin out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, That's where this movie like falters really from the other ones is, is mm. the shitty CGI. Yeah. But yeah, for the time period that it came out, like it's kind of understandable. Mm hmm. And likely where the $4 million budget went to. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. because all the other ones use practical effects and they looked mm-hmm. a hell of a lot better than this one. Yeah. Um, and then Alan convinces two of the girls to come to his secret hideout to hang out. Um, yeah. And then they go there and he just goes there to eat candy and stuff. Play with his frogs. Yeah, play with his frogs. And then they see a frog and it looks like it's been skinned or something. Mm-hmm. So they freak out. And then all of his frogs are dead. But you still hear like fucking rivets and croaks <laughs> and stuff. And then you find out that two people skinned his frogs because they thought it'd be fun or something. I, I yeah, don't fucking sadistic sons of bitches. It is, yeah. Like That's fucked us. Yeah. Um... But the yeah, girls get... think that Alan did it. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they give him a wedgie. He throws in the water. Um, And then, like, they just, like, pick on him the whole movie, pretty much. Um, Yeah, there wasn't really that many kills, like, in the kind of middle, middle part of the movie. Like, everything really kind of happens near the end and the beginning. Yeah. Uh, again, this movie is a very long. It's like an hour twenty. Yeah, it's a short one. Um, the main camp counselor gets killed. He has like a pet bird, and he gets like the bird cage like shoved on his head, and then gets eaten by the rats. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the most ridiculous and hilarious fucking kills I was not expecting, which he already kind of gave it away, but. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one of the counselors is tied up to a tree. He's naked and he has a fishing line tied to his dick. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the other girls is in the Jeep. She's trying to get away. Doesn't realize that this is there. And this guy has the most powerful fucking dick. He does. Like kudos to him. Kudos to him. It kind of reminded me of uh, old school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she goes, it the line pulls tight and it's like mm-hmm. pulling. And the Jeep can't pull anymore for some reason. Well, it's and, stuck in a rut in the road. Well, but then she puts it in four wheel drive and yeah. then rips his dick off you to see it go flying. Fuck. And then um she's driving away. And she sees barbed wire. I mean, kind of call back to her own turn, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she sees the barbed wire. Doesn't try and stop, just... No, keeps yells, on driving. <laughs> keeps on driving and gets wrapped around the barbed wire and gets killed. Crashes the Jeep. Crashes the Jeep, yeah. Those effects, whenever you see her face later on, are it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. I don't think that was CGI. Um... Another kill that kind of gives away as Alan not being the killer because Alan's pretty much gone the whole like last act of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Terry comes back to bed and she gets in the bed, is eating candy or something. And then like there's like a sheet above her bed, like a bunk bed. And like I don't know why the sheet was there, but it goes up to like the top like banister. Like the ceiling, and there's someone standing up there, the killer, and he pulls his rope, the sheet like drops, and then she looks up and sees this like wooden board with all these nails in it. Yeah. And he like drops the nail board, which is a pretty cool kill, but yeah. I mean, that would take a long fucking time to set up. <laughs> like that was like a hundred nails. Like how many oh, like, yeah. how much time do you have in your hands, man? Yeah. Ridiculous. I was thinking too, like it's stupid to fucking even nitpick this, but like the amount of blood that happened during that scene. And it's just like, yeah, it wouldn't happen. Cause no. like, yeah, they're puncture wounds, but it, you wouldn't start bleeding until the nails came out of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all this blood's just like pulling it on the side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Terry is a big girl, so she probably has mm-hmm. lots of blood pumping through her, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Another kill is there's a couple of the the bullies that go back to the play the their cabin. One of them picks up this porno mag, <laughs> has a bo- big fold out that you see like a hole, like fucking big ass hole in the yeah. floor. And I guess he doesn't even really pay attention. Reading the magazine, also this big stick pulls up from it, like goes right into the vagina of the the magazine, which I thought was funny. <laughs> And then, like, the dumbest scene, one of the dumbest scenes in the movie, he, like, stares down the hole. It's like, oh, what's that? Sees, like, the the weapon. Yeah. Then his friend comes in. He's like, man, this just happened. It's like, look. Friend puts his eye down and, like... And then he goes back again. They keep switching back and forth. <laughs> like, ten times. And then, finally, the thing comes up through the 
the floor into his eye. Yeah. And then he like runs into the wall for some reason. Oh man, yeah. It fucking slams it all the way through his head. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh man. Um so they get Ricky back here to the campsite. Um yeah. who is Angela's cousin from the yeah. first one. Who Angela does go visit him as the sheriff, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and they kind of save the day together. Like they um they go and see I don't think Alan dies, right? No. No, because Michael is there with Alan trying to because they think Alan did it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So they run up to where Alan is, and then Alan runs away, and then Michael gets taken by the killer. And you don't see exactly what happens to Michael, but then so this Ricky and uh who's it Donnie? Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> Uh, they're like there looking at the body and then all of a sudden you hear like someone talking and you see uh, the camera at someone's feet walking you see like all the the sheriff stuff dropping and like yeah. it's like okay like we knew it was fucking Angela <laughs> and then it pans up to Angela's face and she's like doing the same face as the end of the first one and i forget what she says she's just laughing isn't she oh i think she's just laughing yeah yeah that's how it pretty much ends oh apparently there's a post credit scene oh fuck really yeah a flashback set three weeks before the film shows how angela escaped from the psychiatric clinic she causes a brake fluid leak in a car and flags down sheriff pete the real sheriff she murders him by dropping the car on his head. What? <laughs> and steals his uniform equipment to become the new sheriff. Wow. Ridiculous. Fucking wild. Um I forgot about the one scene too with uh Alan, all the fucking paintball players. I was gonna bring that up before we stop talking about this one. Oh man, like like that's what I mean. Like I didn't like you liked the the character of Alan. I thought he was annoying as fuck but i don't Mm. think he deserved everything that he got like that paintball scene dude like that is fucking brutal man brutal there's like fucking 12 guys shooting paintballs at him and they're like three feet away from him too yeah like that is painful yeah yeah and he gets up and just all their asses too he's oh yeah boy one v one take them all yeah um yeah i mean anything else uh you want to mention about this movie or nah let's flip this one pretty quickly yeah this one is kind of me yeah yeah cool all right that's the way the blood splatters yes sir all right what was your favorite and least favorite movies in this franchise (laughs) Uh, my favorite was Sleepaway Camp. Yep. And my least favorite was Return to Sleepaway Camp. Um, but I mean, it is kind of close to number three, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about you? Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a feeling we're going to have the same rankings too. 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I want to change it up, but it's like, no, no. Yeah. Pretty much the release order of them. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. And it's not to say that like, like I had a great time with this franchise. Yeah, me too. And like, it's super rewatchable. Like I will definitely Mm -hmm. like, I never had any intention of watching any of the sequels to the first one just Mm -hmm. because like, I don't know. I just, I never did, but like, I had such a good time. So I'm like, I, I would watch these over and over again and have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. And it's a quick, quick franchise to run through. Like if you wanted to just like take a weekend and fucking run Mm -hmm. through them or. Yeah. I don't know. Just easy watches. Yeah. But yeah. Um, How does the franchise rank for you among other horror franchises? I was going to say terrible, kind of like how Ron Turn was, but I think I think this and like Ron Turn are kind of in the same category. Like okay. they're not great movies, but they're a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. How about you? Uh, For me, like, I feel like the first one is super iconic, like mm-hmm. with that end scene. So like that one ranks high, but like the franchise as a whole, like if I'm ranking it up against like <laughs> other like prominent horror franchises mm-hmm. maybe not very high but like that first one is if it's a standalone it's it's up there for me i think yeah. it's yeah. just the perfect like 80s camper camping like slasher movie mm-hmm. and like all the other ones they fit in perfectly with like the cheesiness of the 80s slashers so i think like yeah i think they're good in their own right but mm-hmm. We have so many horror franchises now that are just like grade A, whereas this is not quite yeah. up there. Yeah. But very fun anyways. Um, How does Angela rank for you as a killer? I would say pretty high. Okay. Like, I think she's in the conversation of top 10 slasher okay killers okay i was thinking of this the other night when i was watching her last night when i was watching two or three angela is probably there isn't many female killers right that's fair like i don't know man she's probably up there close to the top that's true I never really thought of like it all like the time I had. I can't really think of anything like. I mean, we have Pamela Voorhees. I mean, yeah, for one movie. Yeah, Carrie. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, there's Scream Three, or Scream Two. Sorry. And four. And and four, yeah. But I mean, like for franchise killers, like yeah. I can't think off the top of my head like any female mm-hmm. franchise killers. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. Um, I have a big write-up for this one. You have a what? A big write-up for this one. Okay. This fucking 11.6% is hitting me. <laughs> like, I feel like a fucking lightweight right now, man. <clears throat> um, so I said, like, Angel in the first movie is, like, she's so fucking iconic, mainly because of that end scene. Mm-hmm. Um, 
everyone who's watched this movie has had that image ingrained in their minds. Um, I think Felissa Rose did an amazing job in that role. And it's no yeah. wonder that she's still considered a cult cult horror hero to this day. But Pamela Springsteen did a super good job too. And like mm-hmm. really took this character of Angela and like turned it around. And like how we talked about before, like she just didn't give a fuck anymore. She just like, no, all fucks went out the door. She lost yeah. them all. Yeah. Um, and I really, really liked the, the portrayal that Pamela Springsteen did. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's not like super high for me, but like, she's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. And I like, you brought up a very good point that like, in terms of like franchise serial killers, female franchise serial killer sorry like she's one of the only ones yeah which is really cool never really thought of it like that so kudos to angela baker she's up there all right how do you rate these movies um so for my story i gave it a two out of ten okay uh I'll go three out of 10 just because I feel like after the first one is so good, like story-wise, like the twist and everything like that. But mm. the rest of the movies, they kind of just throw the character of Angela together, or like kind of make up stuff on the spot. Yeah. Especially like why the, like the fourth one, like returns, like <laughs> you could come up with a better idea than a undercover sheriff. Like, <laughs> oh my god um and you didn't really get any like good character developments even mm-hmm. like in return to sleepaway camp like when you see donnie and ricky like it's them back it's like i didn't get that like oh my god they're back like yeah even whenever like angela came back at the end like she was only in it for like five seconds yeah and it's like okay like they were just looking for a cash grab really Mm -hmm. with that yeah and guarantee you that four million dollars at least like 500k went to angela yeah probably and the other 3.5 went to the cgi yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so store i'll give it a three out of ten and then quality i went to five out of ten okay um you know, these are, well, three of them are 80s movies. So, like, the the um, special effects are great. The acting is not good. The score, I didn't really honestly notice the score that much in these mm. movies. Uh, and then, like, the fourth movie, the CGI is awful. The acting is terrible. Like, just really brings it down. Um, the kills in two and three raised the quality a bit because they were so good mm-hmm. and creative. Um so yeah, I'll, get, I'll go three out of ten and five out of ten. Okay. How about you? Um, we're very similar. Uh, my story, I gave it a four out of ten. I said it's not a new formula, but it's a formula formula that worked in that era and continues to work now. Um, there's a reason that this series has gained a cult following, and it's really no surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really nothing special about the franchise in terms of its story, but they took a foundation that had already been laid out and put their own spin on it. Uh, the twist at the end of the original 
uh, will never not creep me the fuck out. Like even watching it now, it's like, this is so fucking creepy. <clears throat> and like for a first time viewer, uh, that twist is probably going to fucking blow your mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I liked that each movie is only like 70 to 90 minutes long, which was the yeah. perfect length for them. Yeah. Um, they weren't too short and they weren't long enough to get boring. Um, my quality, I gave it a five out of 10, just like you did. I said the acting in all these movies is very subpar and amateur, but it's not to a point that's like necessarily bad. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like the bad acting really kind of added to the charm and like the horror comedy aspect of two and three, especially. Yeah. Um, in return to sleepaway camp, I got super annoyed with the over the top bullying of Alan, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like I hated his character so much. Yeah. Um, like I, I had similar feelings with him as I did with Franklin from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> like you <laughs> kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's just like, dude, just mm-hmm. stop being so fucking annoying. Um, but besides that, like I didn't really dislike anything about any of these movies. Yeah, they just they were, I don't know, they're fun. The yeah. kills were creative, uh scripts were fun. Um but yeah, like scores aren't great, but they're fun movies to watch. And I had a mm-hmm. great time and they have a lot of rewatchability. Yep. Yep. So yeah, four to 10 to five out of 10 for me. All right. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what Dave scored mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. Or Sleepaway Camp. What do you think the critics scored it? Sleepaway Camp. I'm going to go with a. I don't know. 53. Oof, you're way off, my friend. Too high? Too low. Oh, really? Yeah. Critics gave Sleepaway Camp an 81%. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. just very surprised. Yeah. That's on 27 reviews and an average mm. score of 6.5 out of 10. I was going to take that into effect. How many reviewers were probably back then? Yeah. I always forget. Uh, the audience gave it a 60% on 10,000 ratings and an average score of 3.5 out of 5. Sleepaway Camp 2 critic score. What do you think it is? Mm, I'm going to say for this one, I will say a 48. 55%. Damn it. <laughs> on 11 <laughs> reviews and an average score of 4.5 out of 10. What did you say? 40... 48. Ah. Uh, you're close to the audience. Audience was 43 mm. uh, on 5,000 ratings and a three point or a three out of five. Sorry, average rating. Sleepaway Camp three. 42. 13. Oh, wow. Big drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was only on eight reviews, though. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, 3.5 out of 10 average score. And the audience gave it a 30% on 5,000 ratings and an average score of 2.7 out of 5. Return to Sleepaway Camp does not have a critic score. So do you want to go ahead and try to get the audience? 27. Oh, 21. Damn it. On only 1,000 ratings and an average score of 2.2 out of 5. Nice. Nice. So what's Letterboxd have for us? So, Letterboxd, uh, Sleepaway Camp has a 3.3. 
I give it a four, you give it a 3.5. Number two has a 2.9 out of five. I gave it a three, you gave it a two and a half. Uh, number three has a 2.5 out of five. I gave it a two, you give it a 2.5. Sleepaway, uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp has a 1.9. I gave it a 1.5 and you also gave it a 1.5. Mm-hmm. Now, our averages, the letterboxed average of these four, four movies is 2.65 out of five. My average was 2.63 out of five. Wow. And your average was 2.5 out of five. Okay, so we're pretty and on par. Overall, you and I together, a 2.56. So five. We're, we're pretty on par with Letterboxd then. Yeah. I could give part two a higher score like i could put it up to a three probably Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah still had a lot of fun with these movies yeah me too yeah are you ready for the body bag section let's do it (laughs) all right the kill count in this franchise 55 kills across four movies, yeah. which puts Angela in ninth place for most kills by a horror villain, according to Collider magazine. Oh, wow. Which I thought was pretty cool. So she's just ahead of the leprechaun <laughs> and just below Freddy Krueger. That's awesome. Yeah. So part one had 12 kills. Mm-hmm. Part two had 18 kills. Part three had 16 kills and part four had nine kills. Hmm. So she's, she gets her job done. Yep. She does. (laughs) She's in some good company. Yeah, she is. Uh, Pinhead is actually the highest. Really? With it said 321 plus kills. Jesus. But there's also like fucking 25 of those movies. So that's crazy. <laughs> All right. Would you give her a scare rating? The franchise as a whole. I give it a four out of 10. Okay. Not overly scary. No jump scares. It's funny. But there's a lot of creative kills. Some of them are pretty gross and hard to watch. Um, so four out of 10. Nice. Uh, what was your scariest movie in the franchise? Scariest movie of the franchise. I guess the first one okay. is because that the ending. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Favorite death. Favorite death. Um, I went with the outhouse kill mm. just because of how fucking disgusting and how much she has to suffer. Like most of the other kills in the franchise are uh, maybe, maybe not that quick. Some the kill in Return of Sleepaway Camp with getting his dick ripped off, that's pretty fucking brutal. But yeah, it uh, I'll stick with the outhouse kill just because she's like bobbing up and down mm-hmm. for like a few minutes and just drown in that. It's like, Ugh. that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit water getting into your lungs. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Would you survive? I think I would survive the first movie. I wouldn't survive uh, older, crazier Angela. Okay. All right. Yeah, we are you? we are pretty in sync with this. It uh, is that time of my month. <laughs> <laughs> my 
My scare rating, I also gave it a four. Uh, I said it's a franchise that really turns into a horror comedy after the first one, so it's not exactly scary, but most of these uh, points come from that reveal at the end of the original movie. Um, And I mentioned that there's also super creative and brutal kills across the whole franchise. Uh, Scariest movie, I said the first one, again, for that reveal. Favorite deaths in the franchise, though. This is where we we go our separate ways. Okay. Um, this is a split for me. Okay. I picked two because I couldn't decide. Um, they both come from the hands of Pamela Springsteen. So mm-hmm. in part two and three. Uh the first one is a lawnmower kill in part three. Yeah. Uh, I just found it to be very reminiscent of Sinister, which was pointed out by Erica. So thank you for that comparison. Um, it's just a fucking super brutal way to go, man. Like your whole body's buried except for your head, and you just see this lawnmower coming at you. Like that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the second one is the the stoner barbecue in part two. Okay. So the two girls. Uh just yeah. like like imagine waking up and fucking you have your sister's charred ass body right in front of your face, yeah. and then you get lit on fire and burnt yeah. to death. Yeah. And it was just like I don't like it's not super creative, but it's just like it's mm-hmm. like holy fuck. It was like one yeah, of those just kills. Brutal. Yeah. 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 Um, and would I survive? I said honestly, it's pretty far fetched to believe that a 14-year-old girl could pull off the kills in the first one. So I do think I could survive that. Um, but yeah, with Pamela Voorhees, it might or Pamela Voorhees, Pamela <laughs> Springsteen, it might be a little harder to fight her off just because like she's coming out of fucking every nook and cranny in this place and broad daylight nighttime. It doesn't fucking matter. She's killing you with all this random shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I had a lot of fun with this franchise. I'm glad you picked it. Thanks man. Me too. I was a little weary whenever you first said that that's what you wanted to do, but I'm happy with it. Yeah. Now I got to watch part four somehow to try and, Clear up my letterbox stats. That's true. Fuck. They have it on there. I haven't looked, but I assume so. Fuck. Because they have all the Puppet Master ones, and I still have like two more to watch. Really? There's there's one that released this year. It's like 60 minutes, and then another one that's coming out. Mm. I'm checking right now. Yeah. Let's see. Um, almost complete. Yeah, it is there. Son of a bitch. That sucks. Guess I'll be watching that too. Oh well. All right. Um, well, once this episode releases, we still have one week left of March. So we are going to be releasing a bonus episode on a movie that just released this year mm-hmm. from our dude, Brandon Cronenberg. We're going to be talking about Infinity Pool. Next yeah. Week. Um, we were supposed to do this one last week, but I just I needed a break. Yeah. So it's okay. We all need yeah. a break sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So we took a week off last week and we're gonna come at come at you with that at the end of the end of March. Yep. I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be mm-hmm. a good one to talk about. Yeah. But as always, I had a lot of fun with this one. Um these franchise episodes, I love doing them. Even uh-huh. if it's just like for an excuse to watch a franchise that we've never watched before. Exactly. 
Yeah. So it's good. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account uh, where we have our merch. There's also links to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.